I'm here with the wonderful Philomena Manifold, author of Written in Stone. Philomena is a scientist, an illustrator, an author, maybe even a philosopher. This is a book that I spent about nine years working on, researching and taking photos and sketching and mapping out uh, the Great Ocean Road. And um, yeah, I wanted to create something that would tell the story of the coast um, to people without being too kind of dense with um, jargon. And what's the reception to the book been like? The reception to the book has been really good. I was going to be happy with like maybe one book sold, Hmm. um, but it's into its second uh, print run now. Yeah. Um, And it's been out since December 2017. Hmm. So not that long. It just, yeah, seems to be landing well with people. And you carried it into the Melbourne Museum yesterday. I did, yes. How how does that come about for an author? That comes about by the uh, process of walking into a place and being like, I wrote this book. Check it out. I think it belongs here. And that's, that's, kind of how I got it in there. Yeah, intrepid. Yeah. Uh, I've heard it's called Masterful. Written in Stone is that rare combination, a scientific book that is gorgeous to the eye and immensely readable, a must-buy for all lovers of Victoria's Great Ocean Road and its fascinating geology from Philip Aries, historian biographer. Yeah, that's what a is, beautiful quote. What does that mm. make you think of? Uh, is that what you set out to achieve? Yeah, I wanted to just um, kind of contact people with their like um, love of land and the coast, and and I feel like it's doing that. It's like kind of giving people a a way of knowing a place um, that they love deeper. Mm. Yeah. And a mm. uh, little bit of your background. How did you get to this point? As far as I was aware, geoscientist with the Victorian Department of Primary Industries, bit of a stint as an exploratory geologist with BHP, mm-hmm. research assistant, School of Earth Sciences. Yep. Then with a bent in creative writing. Like, how does that all come together? Yeah, the well, it is, that's a long story. Mm, go for it. But um, it uh, I originally went to uni wanting to do environmental science, mm-hmm. and then kind of diverted my energies into geology because mm. I just did one subject and just fell in love with the story of the earth, yeah. and um, and then did creative writing alongside, and that's just always been a passion of mine. And I got out of uni, and I thought. I actually, um, I had a spare year because I broke my elbow. That's another whole long story. But I had this year where I couldn't continue further study. And I thought, how hard would it be to kind of do this book? It might, it might take me a year. Mm. I'll just get going on it. And then, yeah, it just kind of snowballed into a nine-year project. Mm. Yeah. And yep. being on the other side of that nine-year project, is this things you would do differently? Like, why, why nine years? Um, I don't know if I could do it differently, but, um, I mean, I think the creative process is this kind of cyclic kind of moments of inspiration and then kind of probably like pits of like, this is just never going to happen and then re-inspiration. And so it was a kind of working on it and then putting it down and going off and leaving it for a while and picking it up again and. I think it it needed that time Mm. so like, you know, different insights and also meeting people, like meeting people and they'd offer an idea or a a concept and that would kind of thread into the book 
and so it was a kind of it had that quality as well you needed to mm. um yeah have the moment that shifted the project that wouldn't have happened if you hadn't have met that person mm. say yeah and it's an aggregate of illustration and your own mm. photography and then writing and then yeah. is there a yeah. particular discipline you you've got the most out of like why why all these mm. things why take them all on yourself yeah you were control freak uh well i just had this this real particular vision of how the book was going to be mm. like that it wasn't just a geology book and it wasn't just a photography book that it was going to be this kind of weaving of um perspectives mm. and so the illustrations and the sketches and the maps and the photography and the text they all kind of layer in together and mm. and create something so it was i always kind of wanted to do it all those parts but i guess learning how to do the photography and like doing the research like it, that yeah it all took took some time are you happy with it yeah i am yeah which is a really beautiful feeling just to be like oh i'm i i got it to that point like there was a lot of time there where i was like it's not mm. quite not yet and I'll, and people being really kind of like come on you've just got to you're being a perfectionist you've mm. just got to get it out there i was like no no there's more mm. and eventually yeah i got it to that that place where i was like i can let i can let this go into the world yeah mm. and so geology for the lay person what is geology mm. geology is um what's well, a science and it's a way of understanding the movement of the earth and the way that forces have been acting on the earth and we we like look into what's happening now with the rocks and then we can kind of reflect from that on what happened in the past and and it's yeah it's really a way of um telling a story mm. and what is yeah. geology to you geology to me is um yeah being connected to the earth in a way that um is it's a little bit like knowing a person like i know a person through knowing their story and kind of being close to them so um being able to kind of stand here um by the yarra and and know that the rocks that i'm standing on are 400 million years old like that adds something to my connection to place mm. and can you talk mm. to deep time deep time that um is such a beautiful concept and i kind of feel like we all need a bit of it um it gives us such a different perspective on life and um yeah deep time and geological time is um something that is almost like i don't know kind of impossible to kind of get into the rational brain like such vast stretches of time um have have shaped the earth and that we're just this literal speck in this long eventful history of the earth um and i think it kind of places today in the context of today and our own lives in a in a in a frame that i don't know it kind of holds it a little mm. yeah and for you as an individual sitting in a coffee store looking at yeah. the world flitting by and everybody yeah. in this manic kind of say the pace of social media and the constantness of mm. it how do you reconcile mm. that between yourself seeing this going on around you and holding this concept of deep time mm mm Um I think it's a an antidote to that pace that we're all kind of getting hooked into um being able to clock um that 
things take time, you know, like the kind of patience of geological time is, is it gives, it kind of puts a kind of almost like a wedge into the speed of everything and you kind of go, oh, mm. all right, space here. Mm. And I saw you doing uh, activity worksheets for year eights and year nines down at the Great Ocean yes. Road. What, what, what is there for what children in geology? Yeah. Why do is... it? Why introduce them? What do you get out of it? Why should parents? What's yep. your message for parents about geology well, and their kids? I think kids are just already like totally passionate about geology. Mm. Like I, I have a stall um, down at Aries Inlet and I have all these little rocks laid out um, to kind of just demonstrate geology and I have the book and um, and for sh like kids just come up and they're picking it up and they're like wow what is this and I'll tell them about it say a fossil mm. and they're just the wonder and the joy they're just like whoa that's amazing and um, they're like always collecting things and and that just feeds into their natural curiosity so mm. um, yeah I love kids like learning about geology they're just they're so into it. Mm. If there's like, one thing you want people in the world to know about written in stone, what would you tell them? One thing. One thing. One thing. First thing that comes to mind. It's a book. Yep. <laughs> and what about that book? Uh, it's a book that will, um, yeah, give you a way of looking at the world that may be a little different to the, the um, general way that you look at. The world. At the world. At rocks. It, it's a perspective shifter. Knowing the Great Ocean Road and growing up there and really caring for it, I wanted to kind of translate that way of being in relationship with land or place that people already have, but just highlight how beautiful it is and special it is. And then therefore that has that kind of flow on effect that people are like, oh yeah, this, this is actually a really important place and it, it deserves to be cared for and looked after and... Yeah, so that's my kind of mission statement that was behind my book. And when I think of geology, I think of the land and rocks. I don't think of the ocean. And what surprised me is opening the front cover of your book and the very mm. first thing it says is for the oceans mm. and all the life it supports. Mm. How? Tell me. I guess that, that comes straight from my um, growing up and being in the ocean since I was pretty much a baby and... Um, I'm a keen surfer. I love surfing and I just, there's something about the ocean that just is in my heart mm. and, um, and I feel really kind of, yeah, connected to it and passionate about it and wanting um, its, its, um, its value to be really recognized. So I guess that's why I put it at the front of my book because um, it is this edge of the land and ocean that I that I talk about in the book and I mm. wanted to highlight my love of the ocean mm. Mm. and all the people that are doing so much incredible work like I think I put that in there like mm. for those who care and value the ocean something along those lines yeah mm. just there's a lot of cool cool people down the coast doing good things yeah mm. and yeah. so this is a vehicle or a vessel really to get your mission out into the world yeah, mission or just, I don't know, just an action, just yeah. a response to to what I see is, yeah, how I want to be be in the world. Yeah, mm. and you actualize this through crowdfunding. Yeah. Can you tell us about that? Um, crowdfunding is amazing. It's so good. Um, 
I mean, it worked really well for me and it's a form of sourcing funds for a project through um, community and wider kind of the, just the public in general. And so you have an idea like a book and you pitch it to the, to the people and if they're interested in it, they can um, offer different levels of funds towards it. So you could kind of pre-order my book at a cheaper um, amount and then all that money came in and then allowed me to actually publish it and distribute it and get it out into the world. Yep. And I stand on somewhat of the other side where I've supported probably 10 different campaigns, maybe three of which have been successful. That's mm. my experience is people fundamentally underestimate the intensity of that which it requires and mm. the capacity to... Uh, to market and to manage and to basically just run an entire marketing campaign around a product yeah. as well as develop a product. Um, and generally, people have ideas. They're not coming to a niche and giving the niche something the niche wants. Mm. So mm. I might maybe the inverse of that is going to be the answer to my next question. Why was it so easy for you? What did you do that made it successful? Not to say it was easy. What, um, what did you yeah, do? Yeah, so yeah, easy is definitely not the word, um, but... I think one thing was that I'd actually already done eight years of work. I'd already kind of done the book and I had a like a, um, a sample that was actually I could kind of do a video, open up a page, show people in like in the real what they were going to get and that made a big difference I think. And then um, a lot of transparency like really clearly mapping out where the funds were going, what I needed, um, timeline, even though that blew out because that just always blows out. Um, yeah, so, and I think a film. Mm. Like film is such a beautiful way to communicate an idea. So mm. um, I was lucky to um, have uh, meet some people um, who were really skilled in that area and, and helped me create um, a really good um, pitch film. Mm. Mm. So, where to next? Yeah. Where to next? Hawaii. 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 Tell us more. Fingers crossed. Um, we'll see. I'm, there's a, a, a artist residency in Hawaii that um, is developed by the National Park, I think, over there. And they're um, inviting artists to come over and interact with the park and the volcanoes and kind of tell the story of the, of the volcanoes and kind of try and engage the public a little more in the geology. And I, I read this um, kind of description and just went, that's me. Mm. That's totally me. So I'm going to that, – that's a dream that, for this year if I can um, get into, into that. And, and just that kind of same um, process of like going to a place and understanding the story of the land and then being able to articulate it to people in – kind of various forms of artistic expression is what I want to do. Mm. So yeah. we'll get this out, this video out pretty quickly, though you may be seeing it in a while, though if you see it soon, close to the release date, we'll include some details where you can send a message to the, the Hawaiian folk and let them know. <laughs> Min would be a great person to have down there because you're a fan of her book. Yep. Um, get a bit of leverage out there. Yep. Um, what surprised you about crowdfunding? Um... Oh, the, it was such a surreal process. Like it was, um, it actually is probably one of the reasons the book is 
I mean, there's many reasons, but just the fact that I committed, you can, you, once you press go, it's, it's happening. Like it's, you can't back out. Like people have put money in and um, it was a real moment of like kind of handing something over, like mm. handing it over and, and not knowing if it's going to work. Um, and then, yeah, just watching this, this whole process of people kind of sharing this with their friends. Like, um, yeah, one of the best stories was um, my mum sent the crowdfunding kind of pitch video or program to her writer's group and then someone in her writer's group sent it to their swimming group mm. and then someone in the swimming group um, was a tour operator down on the Great Ocean Road, um, Jeff, and he runs these amazing tours in this like tiny little James Bond plane and he flies you up and down the Great Ocean Road and it's incredible to see the coast from that perspective and he um, got in contact and offered me a, a flight up in his little James Bond plane um, and so I took my camera and I could take all these incredible aerial photos that I would never have had access to if I hadn't have done the crowdfunding hmm. and they're all in the book now and yeah that was just the just the way that crowdfunding works is amazing and the opportunities yeah. that come out of it very much have access to different audiences and engage those audiences and find your niche and go and speak to your niche mm. and yeah. beautiful thanks so much for your time yeah thank you written in thank stone you. have a look <laughs>